It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older, or that's what your doctor tells you. But MIDI Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. MIDI specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history, so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. We could, we could try to think of something. I don't know. We're yeah, married we and we watch TV. We're married with TV. <laughs> Sometimes we go to the movies too. That's perfect. <laughs> Cut. Print it. Move <laughs> on. Hi, I'm Shannon. I'm Jamie. We're gonna do Married with TV, episode <laughs> seven, and and Jamie's playing Zelda on the Switch. And can't stop doing it. When did you actually win? You won a long time ago, didn't you? I won twice so far. You've won twice. Is that counting the time that you almost won, but then accidentally no, restarted? That's not counting that time. I never won that time. You finished the whole game of Zelda. Which one was that? The Sword of Breath of the Bre- Wild. Breath. This that's Breath of the Wild, isn't it? Yeah. No, the one before that though that you played. Twilight Princess. Okay, I'm gonna get my coat. But Jamie played Twilight Princess, and she got. Almost all the way through it, but then she. I got all the way through it. You started over because you didn't get all the pose. I didn't. The time I started over, though, I didn't get all the way through it. I only actually beat it once. So, you, but you didn't get all the pose, and so you you started over well into the game. No, that's because Logan picked up my remote and did the one thing you were not supposed to do, because otherwise you can't <laughs> get that one ghost. So you had to start all the way over and to get the pose. And you were so mad at me. I, you know, I wouldn't have been mad. But when you finally got all those poses and finally did the whole game over again, and all of that work, your prize was like 400 rupees. 
Uh, you should have got like a special mask of God destroying. Oh, well, you want to see how much rupees I have? Sword of super flying or something. You should have got something that was better. Okay, episode seven, MaryWooTV.com. Woo! Okay. Um, escape room. Escape room. That's where we'll start. It has Tyler Labine. Labine. I I need to figure out how to say his last name. I've been watching him for years, and he's been posting on Twitter about it. And it's a Bloomhouse type movie, and I like all those, you know, they're, they're, it, they're, it, it was fun. It was kind of like, um, a Saw movie, like not Saw, but one of the later Saw movies that have more people. Saw and, and uh, is anything where you have, like, Cube was kind of like that. Like, you're in a yeah, death trap, yeah, there's all yeah. these people in a death trap. Yes. And, you know, literally it's an escape room. Elements of horror into this kind of otherwise psychological thriller type movie. <clears throat> which I think can kind of go hand in hand really well. They really did a good job with the suspense. Yes. I mean, the upside down room and the floor kept Th falling That was out. the best. And I was... That one made me jump. Uh, the, yeah, the yeah. First time I, the floor I was fell. feeling it. Like, I was feeling, oh, you know, you get that vertigo and that, like, sense of, oh my gosh, and you're grabbing onto your chair. And the movie does that. So, good job, movie. For, I mean, the movie does exactly what it's advertised to do. And, um, I can't tell if it's is that so the, Is moving. that the guy oh, from that devil show? Yeah, Tyler Levine. Reaper. Uh, Re yeah, Reaper. He's in everything. He's in Deadbeat. Deadbeat. He's in, um, right he's like, if Kevin Smith was only an actor is what it kind of reminds me of. Like. Yeah, to me. Like, he's sort of like Jack Black. Like, he's like different younger. though. Yeah. He's got it. He's his own thing. And he's looking good too. He's like, he's older, you know, than when we watched him on those shows and he, can tell he's evolved like and everything he said made me laugh too like he was great I, I'm trying to figure out the uh the girl's name because the director is Adam Robitel, who did a lot of looks like Blumhouse type movies Insidious Paranormal Activity Ghost of Men a uh, bunch of movies I haven't heard of ever. So really I was good, a teenage werewolf. Really he good horror director. Oh no, he, he was in good, that. Good sense of time. Sorry, and I got He didn't. He didn't direct those things I just said. He he did Paranormal Activity, Ghost Dimension. He directed Insidious. It looks like the first one. Insidious was pretty good. Oh yeah, I, I, I own all of them. Yeah. And then he was the an actor. Movie. He had small parts in like some movies, Maniacs and dumb guy from like little small parts he was oh he was he was in x-men he was guy online whatever <laughs> that is okay <laughs> guy online in x-men okay so what was your favorite i think my favorite part was the upside down they had escape because yeah. that made me like freak out the most um, definitely was the chair grabber but i i like the end because I didn't know what was going to happen, and that's rare, you know. Yeah. When yeah. You, at the was, very end, I wasn't I'm like expecting the twist at the end. Yeah, I ordered a different twist. You know, I thought they were all going to die, or and the beginning they show you this one at the very end of the escape room, and it you know goes back to three days later, and then they're all in the escape room, and then it gets finally the point where it's him alone. And so you don't think he's, you know, gonna make it when it shows that. And then another girl's like, fuck this, I'm not playing by their rules. And she, so there were two survivors at the end for a minute. And she figures out how to <laughs> fool the people mm -hmm. who are running it. 
but yeah. they, they have something else in store. Yeah. But, but it turns out like that was all part of their plan too, kind of like they, they kind of figured that out. And the guy who thought he was no, they did. Out. They didn't figure it out for a long time because she killed two of the people. Right, that, but I think I was running it, and then they said, "Oh, he's in play now." You know, well, no, the, the games master. They said, "Oh, now he's in play." Like they had that yeah, already but, set up where he could be playing. They, like, but they thought for a long time that he was the guy that made it or whatever. He goes, right. "No, I'm. I'm not. I didn't make the puzzle. I'm just the game master." Or whatever, yeah, yeah. You know, and I've never been to escape room, so I don't know what the. We should actually go to it. It did the same thing that Saw does, where it, where they're at and what they're doing is kind of connected to their past. Oh no, that, it, was, it, it was yeah. it was Saw, but not as more cerebral than gory. Was it PG thirteen? I believe it was. They didn't say fuck, did they ever? Yeah, they didn't. They didn't like. Let me see. It wasn't depending on them cutting themselves up or anything. No, no, not at all like that. It was more about Del Clues. No, it was about gambling. That's all it was about. Yeah, yeah. I've had three thousand quat blues on the newcomer. Taylor Russell played Zoe, and she did a wonderful job of this just girl done shy and but super smart, genius wise, and she's the one that you know. She's the lead, I think, if this, uh... In the very beginning, it seemed like it was going to be super cheesy. It was kind of like the opposite of Hereditary, where, like, you know, Hereditary just kept getting worse and worse the more you watched it. Like, this movie just... kept getting better. And yeah, better. it hang on. I would not just go see this movie in the theater. If you're on a budget, if you have a free ticket or something right, right. or whatever. Like, get it when it's out on Voodoo or Hulu or something like that. Oh, or watch see it on the big I screen would, was fun. It was fun to see it on a big screen. Unless, like, you watch the preview and you're like, that's the kind of movie I want to go see. And yeah, I like that kind yeah. of movie. If you watch the preview for it and you're like, that looks good. It looks as good. It's as good as it looks on the preview. And it does, it delivers what it's, what it promises. So, you know, and I was pleasantly surprised. It was okay. Like, whether or not a movie is good depends a lot on what you what your expectations were going in, yeah. you know? Yeah, And this movie does, it does it, what it says it's going to do. It's a Blumhouse movie. So, like, if you like those type of movies... Or- watch Paranormal Activity or even Insidious. It's better than those. If you watch those in the theater and you thought, those are great, I like those. It's It's about as good as when Paranormal Activity started getting good. And um, it's 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 as good. It's better than any Saw sequel. Really? Yeah. I, more, and you like the Saw movies. I like so, the Saw movies, but so that's they a good they make you. like three movies that are just flashbacks. Like it, yeah, they they yeah, don't have true. material to make these movies, and they kept making them. And and then they made Jigsaw, and it was not that great. <laughs> Oh, oh, I know what movie you were going to say. Cabin in the Woods. Cabin, yes, it has yes. a Cabin in the Woods. It does have it. some Cabin in the yes, Woods vibe it, going like, on. Yeah, it's, Not as good as Cabin in the Woods no, or anything, but, but it, it does have that vibe. Yeah, it has the vibe. Okay, so that's Escape Room, and we escaped. We managed to get home. So thank you for listening. We went to the Legion M. Stanley tribute. We found out that Stanley was an army playwright, which was only seven people in the yeah, history of the like army were. Thirty or something yeah. was his designation, and there's only like seven of them, or only a, a really small number of them in history. It was seven or eight? I can't yeah, remember. Yeah, and he was he was a playwright. That was what his job was in the army. 
and wow to write plays against Hitler or, or something, something the right? storyteller yeah, you know he, well he started in 1942 yep yep in World War II yeah, so he's so. a World War II vet and his job was being a storyteller mm -hmm. you know uh, and that's amazing I did not know that about Stanley and uh, it, the place was just jam packed oh my god stars yeah. oh I bumped into the Frost sister from uh, Gifted is it The Gifted or is it Gifted The Gifted The Gifted and uh, she was she was so sweet. I wanted to get a picture with her, but I was just too like, oh my god, I can't believe that you're there. <laughs> well, that's how and, I was like. I bumped into Corey Feldman, and mm. I. Oh my god! It gosh. took me forever to even like comprehend that he was just and like, bumping is, elbows with me. You were you were like tripping out about bumping into Corey Feldman, but you were talking to the star. I was star talking to Robert Sheehan or Ro Bobby Sheehan. <laughs> Bob Sheehan from, Bobby, from yeah. Mortal Engines. And like the, the main, Misfits. And the, the Misfits. Yeah. And the, the main guy, mm -hmm. you know, a, a, a movie star. But you weren't tripping out about that. You were tripping out about, and he was too. Yeah. About. He uh, went, he Corey goes, he, he even said, oh, wait, excuse me. I'll, I'll take a picture with you, but just wait. And I didn't realize it, but he was talking to Corey Feldman, who was uh, right behind me. Yeah, what a guy. <laughs> this was after yeah. I got a picture with him, too. Yeah, it was. Up. He just happened. And, I went out to the bathroom or something and came back, and he was just right there. And he said, uh, he was, he, he, the picture with me and him, I'll, I'll put this up. Uh, I'll tweet it or whatever. But he, or I think we have he, a blog he, on there that we did. can use. We do. We definitely do. We should we start do. using that. And, and we can put stuff on that too and I, I did at the beginning with these last cute few episodes I didn't I haven't put anything up on that yeah. so we just put the episode together and put it out but uh, the, the the highlight couple of highlights of the Stanley tribute it one was, was amazing actually, Lawrence yeah. Fishburne oh my god yeah right in front of us read the entire poem The Raven by Edgar Allan Poe that was like Stanley's oh. favorite yeah, so, it was weird because we could hear him talking but we could also hear it amplified through the PA we heard his voice <laughs> yeah. straight to our ears <laughs> yeah like you know quoth the raven nevermore I mean his his voice you know he's freaking Morbius Morpheus Morpheus I mean why does he say Morpheus yeah. I'm thinking of comic books <laughs> yeah Morpheus reading the raven to us it yeah. was just he was so was freaking surreal. excited to be an Ant-Man too. Like it was when surreal. he talked about that, he was just like and Seth so Green. Happy. Seth Green yeah. had his own little tribute right in the same spot, and we we're so lucky we sat there. We mm -hmm. sat right and the RZA. Illorizza. He said the like, and I didn't realize it till he said it at the end. But he was just saying something, and then all these like yeah about bigotry and that was a really moving statement mm -hmm. about, about bigotry and racism and what's wrong with it and how how it works and like just so insightful and mm -hmm. amazing and i thought this is a great great thing to say larissa that's a great like mm -hmm. it was a great statement of him but he was reading a paragraph that stan lee wrote yes he was reading what stan lee mm -hmm. wrote you know it was like if a he even said like that's how they came up with their names is from he reading the comics comic and books, yeah. They, yeah and he also he's mentioned like, the Rom. method man and yeah, yeah of, of all the people all the comic book heroes he could mention he mentioned like three or four you of them need that, to tweet that, him and tell him how cool that, that was. he was that, that that inspired him and one of them was rom space knight rom fucking space knight man that's, my, that's how I got into comics was Rom Space Knight and nobody else yeah. knows who Rom is it's like me and a very special few if, when I go to conventions and I ask nerds. for Rom stuff people go what? who's Rom? Yeah. at comic book conventions <laughs> yeah. you know? because Rom was this thing that came out in the 80s and it early 80s and then toward the toward the mid to late 80s it died because Mil, Bill Mantlo made it and he got in a car accident 
he got in a really bad car accident. I think he got brain damage, and he uh, and he made the he made the comic a hundred percent because Hasbro sold him the toy the comic rights to their toy Rom mm-hmm. Space Knight. It was a toy before it was anything else, and uh, he took that story and made it into something that was just really moving and and. Uh, kind of universal and so many things it actually inspired a lot of things like robocop was kind of inspired by that like rom has this it's always it's never really it never really shows up in mainstream media but you do see rom's dna show up in things you know um but it's a very like sort of under the radar influential character is rom space knight so i was i was just you know huge nerd boner when Mm -hmm. he brought that up um, that was cool when they talked. They talked. He talked to. It was like, who was up there with Mark Hamill? It's like Felicia Day. Felicia Day. Um, somebody who worked with Stan Lee a lot, and that was the one where she, he. Uh, I missed that guy. Said, talking. I think because I had. That's when I had to go to the bathroom. Really one lady, and I cannot remember her name, but um, she's a little bit older. Had blonde Amy hair. Amy Pascal. Was that Amy Pascal? Mm-hmm. And she's like. You know, you guys are always talking about how nice he was. He wasn't always nice. He was really, he got pretty grumpy sometimes. Yeah. And then uh, Kevin Smith's like, and we'll be back to shit on his memory some more. <laughs> he was trying to be funny. Yeah, and, yeah. yeah, he, he liked it. It was funny. But, Everybody yeah. laughed. But it was like, you know, I, I, I imagine he could he could get grumpy a lot. You know, he could be a, he, a grumpy he, No, she said he didn't like all the movies. And, I, yeah. and then some people actually booed that. Like, oh really? Yeah. Uh, well, he was saying like he wasn't always nice. He could, yeah. He could get he could get mean sometimes. She was trying to say he didn't really like he all wasn't the movies. Always positive uh, all the time, and uh, so that's kind of cool, you know. I mean, uh, yeah. He was definitely. a real person, not yeah. You know, he had everybody has a like happy everybody. memory. She's just yep. trying to put him in perspective. Like yeah, he, he had his <laughs> you know, days he too. Was a guy. But but <laughs> wow, what a, I mean, everybody there was just so, uh, and everybody was so nice. I everybody, mean, people, yeah. People like there were these boxes loot crates everybody who went there got a loot crate and uh people found us paid to go there got a loot crate yeah people found us seats and gave us loot crates like people didn't take the extra ones yeah they like oh here's boxes for you and everybody was so helpful and nice everybody was nice Mm -hmm. and uh what i um Bob, Bobby Sheehan. Bobby, Bobby Sheehan. Sheehan. I asked for a picture with him, and he's like, "Okay, I'm getting a picture against my he, will." He made like a duck face in mine. He's like, mm, "He made he made me. like like a I'm being tortured to death face." It was yeah. so funny. But uh, the, he did ask me. I I was talking about Mortal Engines, and he asked me like, "Why did you see that?" <laughs> Why did you see that? that poor guy. He must have got a lot of shit from Mortal Engines. Like, but we loved him in it. We loved it, and we saw him at it too. Like we saw him, but we've seen it before, uh, because we were at the Mortal Engines premiere. I, I saw him, but I didn't talk. Yeah, to we him didn't or talk to him, him at anything all. Yeah, at, at I think that, but he kind of ran out of there. Pretty we did fast. see him and bump into him and everything yeah. along with everybody else, and. Uh, we we enjoyed it. I mean, especially him. He was really good in it. He he did a good job. He made us believe that um, the main character fell in love with him within like yeah. forty eight hours of, of <laughs> knowing him. So that was that was cool. But um, the uh, another big highlight was um, the picture you got, and and, you, and she talked to you for a little while, and she was so well, nice. Emma Dumont. Yes. Emma Dumont. She plays Polaris, Polaris. on the gifted. And she even she like she touched my jacket and she's like, oh my god, I love that jacket. It's really great. In 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 uh, gifted, she is so like serious and mean kind and of. And then she was in Aquarius, and, and where she's like Charlie Manson's 
has, is having his baby. So, so she she's just, just is like this really intense character. Yeah, she plays but intense people. But seeing she's, her in person, was so she sweet. just radiates niceness. Yeah, <laughs> like like I have not seen, I've not felt that like like someone who just comes up to you and makes you feel like it's such an honor for them to see you. Yeah, like she oh, was you so want sweet. to talk to them, and and she would have stayed there for as if long. she could. Yeah, they, like like I got they had the, to go to the she press. She gave us or the feeling that like she would have hung out with us until the end of time if we mm -hmm. wanted but you know and, and and just that it was an honor to be with us you know yeah. and I haven't had that feeling since I saw Men Without Hats in 89 and Ivan the, the guy you can dance if you want to that guy he radiated niceness yeah. like that like <laughs> so just nice and happy to see you and happy to be with you but we had such a good time at the Stanley tribute and um what a great guy Stanley was yeah we, I learned and, a lot and, you know, about him how much I, I've uh, already they they showed that yeah. um that documentary on Netflix already, but they showed it at the at the festival too for people yeah. who hadn't seen it. But I I've seen that already. It was it was sweet, but that was nice that they did that. But yeah. we're gonna walk to go get a prescription for antibiotics for dental work that you just had done. Uh. <laughs> Which is your favorite thing in the world? It was horrible. It was so horrible. You I. I felt bad because you were in pain, so I put up with it <laughs> that without, was so sweet. You were so without, a, without saying anything at all. That was awesome. But boy. You're like, okay, you're right, all right, okay. Until painkillers kick in, that's, I'm going to be very agreeable. If you just got out of the dentist and you're in terrible pain, I'm not going to, you're not going to get much argument from me. <laughs> you're yeah. thinking, shit, why can't you be like that all the time? Yeah, oh, you were very nice. <laughs> so you've been watching numbers which is weird like you, you watch these weird crime dramas that that are, are quirky crime dramas is I've your thing i watched boston man. legal too for it, a minute with william shatner yes oh i, I've been I only to watched watch that. an episode of it I, it looked good so i thought maybe you might want to watch one with me i've read you know i've read william shatner's a couple of his biographies and after boston legal and he just is so proud of his work on Boston Legal. Like that's like, and he's I can't really imagine. He's on the first episode. He's in his like seventies doing that. Yeah, show. no, he's old as fuck. Like just crazy old and still making albums with pulp. And I mean, he just made an album again. William Shatner's like insane. And then he did that reality show. Like, what was that? Like last year, he did like two oh, seasons oh, of that. Yeah, no, I, and you didn't watch the second season. What's it called? Me. It's called Better Late Than Never with Henry <laughs> Winkler and. Terry Bradshaw and George Foreman. George Foreman, Terry Bradshaw, <laughs> Henry Winkler, and William Shatner. And the, well, I watched the season where they go all over the world. They go to Japan. No, they just go to oh, Asia. They oh go yeah, to Europe okay. in the second season. Oh okay, so they did Asia, and I, I mostly remember Japan. And, <laughs> and I remember Henry Winkler going like, "Well, how do we how do we get hotels? You know, like this. What's a good deal? Is like Priceline.com." <laughs> William Shatner's like immediately like doesn't just give it Priceline. <laughs> I literally booked things on Priceline just because of him, which it you love that. I, I know. It's not because it's a good deal. I don't know. Maybe it is. I don't care. No, William Shatner no. says to do it. I will do it. I was on a plane with William Shatner. You were? Yes. Oh, you have a picture of William Shatner yes. getting off the plane with his, like, whatever, maybe granddaughter, niece granddaughter or something. Or something. Well, it was like know. a niece or granddaughter. Or... <laughs> the whole trip, he was telling her the history of Microsoft and Alaska and Boeing. <laughs> So he was talking to the, a young girl yes. that was was relative of some kind. I don't know who. I don't know. I'll have to I have try no to figure idea. it out. So, but what do you remember? Did you hear anything he was saying to her? Yeah, I heard. I don't. You know, it was basically the history of Microsoft, and I kind of listened, and I don't know if it was true or not, but whatever. 
He was giving her an education. Yeah, I don't know it well enough to, you know, argue oh, with whatever he said, but... Right, but you've heard him say it, like, did you learn a little history with Microsoft? Eh, if I would have paid attention better, I guess. Like, <laughs> but he said, like, what was he it, right? He talked about, like, what year Alaska became a state. And he, he wasn't flying first class, either. No. He was just flying coach. He was in just regular coach, not even, like, <laughs> premium. I was in premium coach, and he was right behind me in regular coach. Well, that's probably because he flies free, because of price line. He just, like... That's what I figured. He never He's has like, to worry about it. <laughs> he didn't pay for his tickets, probably. No. Like, and I, he think he was going to Alaska, like he just had a layover. So he went Seattle. from like Burbank to Seattle to yeah. Alaska. That's one thing, man, about living around here. You'll run into movie stars because yep. we're here. That's the cool thing about living in LA, especially like Bob Hope Airport. They, you know, I, yeah. I will do. I will pay a lot extra <laughs> to go out of Bob Hope Airport. Go out of Burbank Airport. It's not even called that anymore, is it? No, it's just Burbank. It's Hollywood Burbank. Airport. Hollywood Burbank Airport. Yeah. Because it is so much better. It's just like a small little, little... There's some places you can't go out of there, though. You have to go out of LAX. Oh, man. You know, I don't even want to go to those places. I don't well, care about it's... them. Like, uh, LAX sucks so bad. It does, unless you go at the right time, like really early or really late. Or if you go, like, never. That's a good time. <laughs> There's a certain time in the middle of the day that it's, like, empty. And picking you up from LAX is bullshit. It's just it is of bullshit. you and you're driving. It's not that big a deal. It's it, less than an hour. Well, first of all, it's like... If you don't know exactly to the foot where you got to turn into one of those I things, just park. you're screwed and you have to go <laughs> all the way around. Or if you like slow down a teeny bit because you want to be sure you're going into the right one, 20 people will honk at you because. Anytime you know, I've ever gone there, I've just parked. And remembered if you slow where I someone parked. down one second, man. If I know what airline they're coming in on, I park in that garage and it's fine. That airport's bullshit. It's easy if you park. If you park, I guess. But if you know where to park, there's a billion parking lots. And if you're not there super early, yeah, no, you know where to park. It's super easy. Okay. It's super cheap if you, if you, you know, don't arrive like crazy early. Yeah. Oh, man way cheaper than taking a lift so you and your quirky crime dramas yeah. uh latest one again is numbers yeah what that's is... a weird story it's ridley scott though it is and, and it's like it's so funny because i listen to audiobooks and sometimes i'll listen like, to it's really like improbable those... what happened yeah but it's like every it's basically lucifer it's like every pop yeah. science thing about math that pe that you know no, people who it's... read popular you know stuff like uh, that there's a bunch of cops here there's um, always a bunch of cops it's, uh 7-Eleven. Where are we going? Oh, I was going to go to 7-Eleven, but... We're going to go to 7-Eleven part two? Yeah. No, it's like, you know how Lucifer, it's like a cop, but then they, they're they teamed with a not cop. Yes. Like a consultant. With, with special powers. Yeah, his power is math. And Lucifer's power is he's Lucifer. <laughs> you know what? We're in 7-Eleven and we're taking you with us to 7-Eleven. What <laughs> podcast does that? None. Why? Because it's. Why would any podcast do that? It's stupid. I'll get this for Logan. But here you are, if you're listening to I this. Think Logan wants to it. We're gonna look up what movies have Twinkies in them, and we'll have a Twinkie movie discussion. Okay. <laughs> uh, the latest one was Mortal Engines that they bring up Twinkies. Yeah. But it was wrong. You know, like Twinkies last forever. But Wally was, does that too. The joke was Twinkies last forever, but. We learned we learned in Zombieland that Twinkies have an expiration date. Not everybody knows this. Twinkies have an expiration date, and this universe's Twinkie meter is going to eventually go to zero. I'm paraphrasing. I don't know what he says. Don't.
Yeah, but they both have gross coconut. You know what the reason for that is? Coconut that's been sweetened by fructose corn syrup. There's a reason that Almond Joy has nuts and Moundstone. I'm sure it's sexual. No, it's that sometimes you feel like a nut and sometimes you don't. (laughs) You remember that commercial? Yes. (laughs) Nobody knows that. Like, these kids today would would not know. Sometimes Sometimes you don't. Beautiful Almond Joy's got nuts. Mounds don't. don't. <laughs> that's why that's one of my favorite songs. That sounds like something that should be on Devolution. It should be on Devolution, yeah. That would be like the They play Armored Hot Dogs. Armored, armored Hot Dogs. I can't even think of it. Hot dogs. <laughs> the dogs kids love too. And then I assume they say eat, but I don't remember now. <laughs> O-S-T-A-R. My bloody house in a second. Where's my thing? I want to eat the other it's thing in now. But it's in my pocket. I mean so loud in the microphone. This is horrible. Well, what do you think? It's a ho-ho. It's like chocolate powder, kind of coated in chocolate. Uh, oh my god. No, yeah, and, and the, the chocolate on the outside is such quality chocolate, too. <laughs> it's like, I don't know what it is. It's it's so thin, it, you can't even keep it together. You it just crumbles it, yeah. to dust. It's like falling apart as we're walking. And you don't hardly know it, but if you look, it's a swirl of some kind, yes. but not really. I don't oh think god. these are the freshest of ho-hos. These are disgusting, honey. I think these particular ho-hos have been sitting in that 7-Eleven for a long time. Uh, you know what? Horrible. You should have got the cupcakes. I should have. That's what I would have got. The ding-dongs. Suzy Q's are better. Like, they're just objectively better than ho-hos. I didn't see those there. Were they they weren't there. Uh-uh. They're just like, well, they're the like two things. I, really wanted. I didn't want any of those things I got. They're like two things of that flat chocolate with just a big fat layer of the frosting in the middle. And Twinkies. Like, I don't even want this other ho-ho. There's three ho-hos. Throw it on the ground. It's disgusting. I'm not going to sell this package. I'll just throw it in the garbage. I'm sure all those cats would love it. Mmm, ho-hos. Let's see if our cat wants it. Oh my god, no. Uh, yeah, I don't think it would. <laughs> I don't think it would hurt the cat because I don't think there's any actual chocolate in this. And yeah, I don't know if chocolate don't hurts know that, cats. Yeah, I don't think it hurts it's cats dogs. Either, and I don't think cats like it either. Oh no. No, cat, our cat likes butter. Our cat All cats there. like butter, but it'll make them sick because it's super fat. I have never seen a cat sit there and just lick a cube of butter. He before, will, but yeah. he will. He'll you just get up to, on the counter and just put putting all the butter in, in the fridge. Always. Yeah, I didn't know. I didn't know cats no, were all that sick. up into butter. Mm, butter. I, I looked that up first thing. They're like, yeah, they like butter because it's like really fatty, but that's the same reason. Same reason they, they like sick. they like cream. Beard. So, I was gonna say like, I know I've seen him with like stubble before. Like, not, I mean, in comic, not. Um, I don't know about like a 1920s mustache or whatever. When was this? Was it like a western movie I, or something? It was a period piece where he had to have a fucking handlebar mustache. Yeah, I, I, I've never me, seen I'll him try with a handlebar mustache. Let me mustache, look and see what it says. Like a beard would have been fine. He's like an English baron or something. Yeah, I don't and, know. Uh, like that. So I, I have no idea. I'm gonna look it up. The recap. You know how Superman shaves, right? No, I didn't. You told me. You just told me that was. It, he can't shave with a razor because he's Superman. Shoot, now got Henry Cavill. Nothing can cut there. his hair, so he uses a mirror and he uses his own laser eyes. But I was just imagining like him being a teenager and his his stepdad. I want to say Ben. Oh God, what what is it? Kent. Uh, what's his dad's name? Obviously, his mom's name's Martha. You know oh, that. Oh shit! Is it Henry? Something Henry. like that. Sure. But what anyway, I can't remember I can his picture dad names either. They Mr. don't talk about his dad's name. Only he's like dad. You know. I can he, picture Mr. Kent trying to teach him to shave <laughs> when he's 14 years old or whatever, and just getting stubble. And he's like, "Here's how you shave, son. Here, take some shaving cream and a razor." And he's like breaking all of okay, or he, Mr. Kent's razors. He has a. a Beard in this 2018 movie called No Miss, but it's not a period piece. 
A weathered lieutenant, his police force, and a local vigilante are all caught up in a dangerous scheme involving a recently arrested troubled man who... And what's his name? Henry Cavill. Henry Cavill, Superman. Okay, so... He's a good Superman. Couldn't have been that one. I I can't imagine Mission Impossible would let him shave. He he could grow his beard back in a week or something, right? Yeah, yeah. So much of the stuff that the people... The Witcher? He doesn't even look like he has a beard in that. People complain just to bitch to high heaven about his yeah, CGI okay. face. So, and they, they swore it was because he had a contract to make this movie, but the only movie I see where he has a beard that came out around that time is called Gnomish, and I've huh. never heard of it, and I hadn't heard the people in it. Like, people complained about his CGI face, and the thing is, we saw this pre-screening of um, Justice League, and we saw him with the mustache and the tape, little tape pieces on his face <laughs> with the CGI. <laughs> the little dots, yeah. Yeah, and like I didn't mind that at all. Like it would it detracted from the movie if they didn't have sure. the dots and stuff. I it mean, would have obviously been fine. we don't want to have that. But the thing is, if people didn't know, they wouldn't have said anything. Like it, it it's only. So much movie criticism nowadays is because people have so much more access to the behind the scenes everything. Well, every like person has an opinion and they have a platform on which they can yeah, and say they, it and too. And they also know, they get to know <laughs> because of the internet and because yeah. of YouTube and everything. And all those, you know, entertainment sites that yeah, leak Yeah, they all get this. to know like when they change directors and all this other And how about like, it's just like clickbait too. You don't know what the studio yeah. causes and because now they have, they can, can kind of control like, like whether they put out like false information or I don't care about <laughs> anything about a movie that's that why is I not don't in the movie but that's why I don't know? research movies sometimes it's like I don't want to know all this bullshit like that yeah. sucked about knowing that about Justice League because you were constantly whether you knew it or not we're looking for oh is that Snyder or is Whedon? that Joss Whedon or is that yeah. Zack Snyder and this all this other all this other crap it's like I don't care it, all criticism of a movie that's valid criticism has to be about what is in the movie yeah not anything else the play is the thing yeah, it you know. shouldn't matter if, you know, the lead actor had sex with a dog afterwards, whatever. Right, right, I don't care. <laughs> it's, the movie's either good or bad based on what happens during that, you know, 120 yeah. minutes or whatever. It's like when, when I had I had a I'm conversation seeing. with my mom before, you know, she died. I remember it very clearly. It was when she, cause she was always a very, put a positive message out there until she was turned like 68 or something. And then she just got kind of bitter. She's like, yeah. I hate Tom Cruise. I'm like, you you hate him or like he's a bad actor or like you do you even know him i'm like you liked his movies he runs too much you made me you made me see born on the fourth of july and loved it and you know i was like you know 14 or something i don't know how yeah it was was super long and good movie but i did not and so she but she actually thought about it she goes oh no you're right you know i probably don't like him as a person but but he is a good actor I mean, there's so. a lot of backlash because <laughs> of his weird Scientology bouncing on the couch stuff. But People, uh, yeah, no, he's a good he's actor, and everything whatever. he's in is he, good or bad. As far but, as I know, he's not like raping kids or whatever. Right. Yep, that was our time, um, and uh, won't have any more. So thanks for listening. I'm yes, Shannon. I'm Jamie. Married with TV. Woohoo! Jonathan, it's. Jonathan Kent.
Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.